Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. Your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Serna. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody. Welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are here on the pregame show of your Rowland Eagles taking on the Neiman Forest Rangers live from HBJ Stadium in Garland, Texas. And the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. Make sure you head on over there. They're just on the outside of Waterview as they have a beautiful facility over there for whatever you need. Whether it is uh, flag football, soccer, basketball, volleyball, any kind of thing. If you need personal trainers, these are the guys to go to. If you want to play, uh, train with the professionals... These are the guys to meet as you have Jerry Bullitt as well as Terrence Bullitt and, of course, Melvin Bullitt, who has stopped Tom Brady. So not too many players that can say that. Make sure you come in contact with them. They got all kinds of things that are going on, and they can get you squared away, especially in their training programs, whether it's the adult training or the youth training or a speed school, whatever. Come in contact with the Bullet Experience just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road, or give Melvin a call. His direct number is 214-326-7800. Five, three, and we thank him for the sponsorship of the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as your Eagles are 2-0 and here in the early part of the season. And last week, the Eagles got a good victory. It was a good victory because they overcame some last-minute adversity. They overcame some last-minute mental breakdown and that's one of the things that the Eagles have not been able to do sometimes if you follow this team they will fall into a situation where they uh, do not close the deal so to speak so with the Rowlett Eagles taking care of the Plano Wildcats 24-17 what happened is, is that mental error and this is a football team that runs 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 the football of course that's the Plano Wildcats and they went ahead towards the end of the game, went away from the run, went deep down the field as uh, Winnett threw the ball down towards the near sideline and Sanders was right there and they you know, pretty much gave up to the run. That's what they thought was coming to them and they got that big long uh, touchdown pass to Sanders which gave the Wildcats the lead but a Chauncey Amos big run, 34 yards, almost made it into the end zone. It was capped off by Chase to Paul plunge into the end zone, which gave the Eagles the 24-17 uh, victory over the Plano Wildcats over at HBJ Stadium. It was a very good game, and it was nice to get the game off because, to be honest, folks, we were close to not even having that game as well. As if you remember two weeks ago, the Rowlett Eagles were not able to play because of the weather, uh, because of the lightning. We ran into the same thing, and I remember sitting in the booth with my buddy, and we will hear from the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna a little bit later. Just thinking to ourselves, man, are is this going to happen again? Are we not going to get a game off again? And it came darn close to that. But a good game for you, Rowlett Eagles. They handled some adversity, took care of what they needed to do. The 32-yard scamper by uh, Chauncey Amos, you put him in the position to where Tupac could uh, take the snap and then make a um, run into the end zone. 
to break the 17-17 tie uh, to lift the Rowlett Eagles to 2-0 uh, right here in our league. And we'll talk about the standings here just a little bit later. But um, to Paul punted and pinned the uh, Plano Wildcats at its own eight-yard line with three minutes left to go. Four plays later, uh, Plano punted it right back to the Rowlett Eagles, and it sailed only 29 yards, okay? So on the first... Uh, on the first down, they gave the ball to Amos, and Amos broke it away from the line of scrimmage. He bolted, and then setting up the two-yard uh, run by Tupal. And that was the adversity that they overcame. They were able to perform after something like a big, long pass down the field to put the Wildcats in the lead. Now, sometimes, and that's where the Eagles, I'm pretty proud of this football team as they did what they were supposed to do, which was handle the adversity, do what they needed to do, get the ball into the guy's hands that makes the play. Of course, that had been Chauncey Amos and, and, then get into there to get the victory. And this was probably one of the better victories for the Rowlett Eagles. Um, you know, obviously the best victory of the season because they handled adversity. Um, as in the first game, they pretty much had that game wrapped up over there at McKinney Boyd. Uh, so that having been said, that's where we are. That's where the Eagles are. 2-0 and out on the season. Uh, Plano, um, Adrian, uh, 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 I'm trying to get the name again. It's Christensen. That's what it is. Um, Adrian Christensen with the 30-yard field goal to pull the Plano Wildcats to the 17-17 tie as well. So um, that set up the long pass for Chambers to get there and do what he was going to do. So pretty much what... I expected from the Eagles, except for the fact that they gave up the big play. Now, granted, when we were looking at this, they gave up the big play, but it was in a different area. So at the same time, those don't come very often, especially that was unexpected. More so than the Eagles give up that big play right up the middle on the running play, that is expected. And the Eagles have something like that to look at uh, again this week against the name of Forest Rangers, and we will talk about that up on the other side as we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll hear from our main sponsor. Of course, that's the Bullet Experience. Make sure you check them out for all your training needs or your youth need, youth training needs. Ooh, can't even speak this morning. And that's what it is. It's game day. Maybe that's it. And maybe it's I'm just getting ready to get rock and roll in into tonight's game as your Rowlett Eagles are at home. They're taking on the name of Forest Rangers tonight at 7 p.m. over at HBJ Stadium. You can hear all the coverage on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You can head over on the Couch Potato Sports Show on the Facebook page as well as my page, Sonny Clark. You know, I'm the big guy. And plus, you'll see my stuff. You'll see the Rowlett Eagles. You'll see the pregame show. You'll see the game. You'll see all those on the pictures and stuff like that, so you'll know it's me. So we'll do that. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll talk about the uh, the game that is coming for the Rowlett Eagles, the name of Forest Rangers, what they're going through, what their adversity is, and we'll talk about also what the Rowlett Eagles are. We'll take a look at the stats and the standings and all that good stuff here on the pregame show here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. The Jerry Bullet Training Center, located just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas, is the place to go for your kids to get the proper training they need for their athletic skills. Ran by the Bullet family, Jerry, Melvin, and Terrence, all professional athletes, you're sure to get the training that your kids will need for their success. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or stop by their locations from the hours of 5.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. until 8 p.m. at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas, just outside of Waterview. At 
Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costlow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costlo Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costloinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement failed to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the 
hardest working man in sports radio and we'll be bringing on the eagle live bill cerna a little bit later in the program let's hop into it let's look at the standings as of right now 6a region 2 district 10 for your rowlett eagles now when it's out of district it, it the standings aren't very set up so we'll put them in the right order north garland in reality is in first place within the district outside of district games so obviously the uh standings will probably say no not probably they will set up four district results in order to figure out who's in what place but as of right now, out of district games, two games for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, three games for all the other ones that are in the district. And we'll talk about this probably a little bit later. The face of the standings right now is only one team kind of looks like they're in a familiar place, and that would be your Rowlett Eagles. Uh, some other teams that get in there you know, and fight for playoff spots are in there. And then there's one that hasn't been there in a while. And that would be the North Garland Raiders. The North Garland Raiders are 3-0, and folks. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is something that I don't think anybody would admit to believing is going on. I, as far as what we've seen in the past from that football team, regardless if it was in district or not, the North Garland um, the North Garland Colonels being where they are in the standings is definitely something that I didn't expect. And your Rowlett Eagles get North Garland next week as the uh, North Garland Raiders a little bit later on also um, uh, they North Garland is in action tomorrow as they'll be taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So look out for that. But they are sitting on top right now as far as the standings are concerned. I'm pretty excited about that because I wanted to see some other teams step up besides the Rowlett Eagles, besides the Saxony Mustangs. And we got a new team within the, in the district. But as of right now, North Garland 3-0 sitting on top. And I'm, I'm very happy about that. Then we go to some 2-0 teams. And in reality, when you look for, look for the numbers, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots in the two games that they have played have only given up 14 points. That's the reason why they're in second place within this district playing out of district games. Followed by your 2-0 Rowlett Eagles who've given up 38 points in the two games. So looking at where the standings are as far as it's concerned, North Garland, Lakeview Centennial, the Rowlett Eagles, then followed by the South Garland, uh, South Garland Colonels. Excited about that is they are 2-1 in the season. They've given up 72 points in three games. So when you look at that number, you're looking about somewhere around 23 points a game. That's pretty impressive. And these are games, yes, they're outside of district. But when you have South Garland, who has had struggled in its past, and where they are and what they're doing right now, you got to be happy with what you see from them. And I am. As far as North Garland, South Garland being in the standings, hey, even if it's temporary, and granted, we all go to O and O here tonight. All the things change later on tonight. And the games count starting tonight within district to figure out where they are going to be in the playoffs for teams who were going to be in the playoffs. Will the North Garland Raiders and the South Garland Colonels be able to maintain that momentum that they have coming into the season and what they're doing outside of district and bring it into district? That will be the question. We can look at the powerhouses that are outside the district and say, well, they didn't, they didn't play anybody or, or whatever. But 
you got to really wipe that away when you're talking about teams that have not been successful even outside a district in years past, which would be North Garland and South Garland. So really happy to see the top four of this district be where they are. Obviously, we want Rowlett in the top four. We'd like to see them number one, but 2-0, and oh, uh, you can't argue with it. Now, let's go to the teams that are uh, the rest of the teams that were in our district. The rest of the teams in our district are 0 and 3. And that's quite a surprise, especially Saxy. I think Saxy probably should have got one, if not two. We'll talk a little bit about that. But but who is in the fifth position would be the Garland Dowels who are 0 and 3. Saxy's 0-3, Naaman Forrest is 0-3, and so is Wiley. But the order is Garland, as Garland's given, only given up 74 points in those three games. So you're looking at about 25 points a game, which is telling us right there, they're not scoring a lot of points on the offensive side of the ball. Averaging about 24, 24 and a half, 24 and a third points a game, which is really 25, because you can't get half points or partial points. About 25 points a game, and that within itself puts the offense on notice as far as the Garland Owls are concerned. They got to score some more points because they're definitely doing their job on the defensive side of the ball. Then followed by the Saxe Mustangs who have given up 79, only five points more. Uh, so there's only a five point difference as far as the standings are concerned. Why Saxe would be in the sixth position. Namus Forrest given up 81 there in the seventh position. And newcomers Wiley and the Pirates are 0-3. They've given up 119 points in the three losses. It's very easy to do the math. About 40 points a game. And that is something that I did not expect the new team to come in. But when you look at the Wiley uh, Pirates and what they are about, this is a team that has had its struggles within the powerhouses of the districts that they used to play in. And then we're talking about you know teams in Allen and McKinney. That's the districts that they were in. Now that they've switched the districts, I don't know if they weren't ready for it or whatever the case may be. But really, looking at the standings where they are, they're really it's really irrelevant. But it'll give you a tale of the tape as you move into district games here starting tonight. So there's only one game or one team that is not in action this week, and that would be the Wiley Pirates as they are on the bye. All the teams have a, a bye week this week. The week of uh, October 12th is the Rowlett Eagles bye week. So Wiley not playing. So all the other teams within this district, they are playing. And we can take a look at those as far as that's concerned and where they are uh, in district and the games that are going on. Today's game, of course, Rowlett Eagles and Name and Forest Rangers. And also South Garland is at Garland. So over at Williams Stadium. So we'll be keeping track of that game and those scores going on. South Garland again, winner of the last two, lost their first game. Garland, a loser of all three. They get the opportunity to go up against each other. And also the name of Forest Rangers and the Rowlett Eagles. More games that are happening this weekend. Well, actually Friday. And now there's weather issues that are going to be going on Friday. I am so thankful we're playing Thursday. Everything looks pretty much in the clear for tonight, but Friday it's supposed to be rainy, 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 lightning, nightly, nightning. We got to look out for that. Some of these games may not go off, but these games will be made up just to let you know. These games will be made up the next day, if at all possible. So look out for that. North Garland, Lakeview Centennial over at HBJ Stadium. Wiley and Saxe over at Williams. I'm really interested to see how Wiley does within this district. As they are 0-3. Saxe, 0-3. Someone's going to be 0-4. 
and that's not necessarily the way to start off the season, but you got more about think about it as being 0 and 1. More so than 0 and 4. The players won't think of it as 0 and 1. The coaches have to convince them that it's 0 and 1. So look out for that. South Garland last week, and just to go over some of the games that happened, South Garland 69 to nothing over Molina. Now, I don't know anything about that team, so me commenting on the, the quality of that football team would be fruitless. Same thing with North Garland. They got a 48 nothing victory over Newman Smith. No, absolutely nothing about that team. But the, uh, the uh, North Garland uh, Raiders with the 48 to nothing victory and the Saxe Mustangs fell to Plano East. Now I do know a little bit about that team. They fell to the Plano East 29 to nothing and the kind of game and the kind of team that they were playing in Plano East I think I've seen the Saxe Mustangs be a better football team than that. Just going by reputation of those teams, the Saxe Mustangs are a better football team. They didn't show it, but also you got to understand that was a weather problem game as well. So I don't want to say we'll use the excuse, but that could have been the situation for the Saxe Mustangs. And hopefully... The weather won't be an issue for those two games that are kicking off at name of, uh, at HBJ Stadium or Williams tomorrow. And then, of course, your Rowlett Eagles got the victory 24-17 against the Plano Wildcats. And another great thing about that game, when you look at it, another great thing about that game was the simple fact that that was a sloppy game as far as the field conditions, the weather, and everything else. So when I look at that victory, I like the victory. And the reason why I like the victory is because how they handled the the uh, elements in that game and where they stood. So your Eagles, 2-0, and all set and ready to go. Let's take a look at some of the stats that we are able to get, obviously. We can't get the defensive stats. For some reason, they just refuse to put the defensive stats anywhere where they can be found. But offensively, they have those stats, and we'll go over those offensive stats before we go into a break. Uh, Chase to Paul. In the two games, I remember, two games. Uh, he is 33 of 56 for 303 yards. Three touchdowns and an interception, and that's an average of 59% passing the football. And one great thing about the Rowlett Eagles is that they've got a running game, and they and they spread the ball around as well. Chauncey Amos, obviously the running back, 29 carries, 218 yards and two touchdowns, averaging 7.5 yards a carry, folks. Now, granted, he's ripped some off. That's why that average is a little bit high. In reality, I think that if you take out the ones that he's ripped off, he's averaging about four yards a carry, uh, about four and a half yards per carry. Chase Tupal, 20 rushes, 36 yards. He also has two touchdowns. Got that one for the game winner last week with about 30 seconds left to go in that game. Charjay Hunt, five rushes, 32 yards. Eight rushes, 23 yards for Josh Expo. Jerry Evans was also a wide receiver. He has three rushes, 10 yards. Five rushes uh, for nine yards for Alex Rutt. Receiving out on the football field for your Outlet Eagles, Jerry Evans leads in receptions and yards and touchdowns. 13 receptions, 168 yards and three touchdowns, averaging 13 yards a catch, followed by Trevon King. He is stepping up his game, by the way. He doesn't have any touchdowns, but 10 receptions for 76 yards to the quick map, 7.6 yards per catch. Antonio Hall, seven 
catches for 49 yards, two catches for 16 yards for Chauncey Amos. And that's one thing that Eagle and I, we talk about all the time. When you have such success at the running game, bringing out Chauncey Amos in the running in the passing game wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea. And I think they're saving that, actually. I don't think they have any problem with trying to get Chauncey Amos involved in the passing game. They just haven't had any real need to do that. And that's always a good thing as well. If you take a look at the Rowlett Eagles and where they are, you don't have to use what you, you know, I don't want to say go to desperation, but they don't have to go and do things that they normally don't do. That obviously being Chauncey Amos in the passing game. They don't have to do that, so they don't do it. So looking at that, that's where those kind of things work out for the Rowlett Eagles. So for the Rowlett Eagles, they get the name of Forest Rangers this week. Next week, your Rowlett Eagles as they, you know, hit the road, I guess, if that's what you want to say, over at Williams Stadium, taking on the North Garland Raiders. That game is next Friday on September 28th. All games within district start at 7 o'clock. And that, you know, it's right down the streets, no further than Homer B. Johnson Stadium. So make sure you make your way out, out to that one. Then they go back to a Thursday game, the last Thursday game of the season, October 4th against South Garland over at HBJ Stadium. Then the Eagles go on the road. This will be the interesting game of the season for your Raleigh Eagles on October 19th. And this is not very far either. It's Wiley. You take the back roads. If you follow up to the back roads through Wiley, it's just about the same amount of distance to get to Homer B. Johnson or Williams in reality if you take the back roads to get to Wiley. And it's just literally right down the street from the main drag and the main cross right out there in Wiley. Nice stadium, too, by the way. I pass by it all the time. But that's on October 19th. Make sure you get out for that one, too. We need to make a good showing as far as uh, team support in that game. Letting the new team within district know that we are here and we're going to be, we're the class of this district and we're going to take it. So show up for that game. That's going to be a big one over at Wiley ISD Stadium. Then Friday, October 26th, the Rowlett Eagles are at home against the Garland House over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. November 2nd, that's a Friday, the Rowlett Eagles take on my daughter's team. The Lakeview Centennial Patriots, and then the Raleigh Eagles finish up with the quote-unquote rivalry of the division for them. That be the Saxe Mustangs. That game happens at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Only two games over at Williams this season. Rest of them are over at HBJ Stadium, or that one game over in Wiley. So next week we will be in the Coach's Shack calling that one. It's not the best facility, but it's one of our favorites. And why is that? It puts us right down near the crowd, and we will also get crowd noise in that game as well. Sonny Clark's making that happen. So that's going to be really cool as well. So look out for that. That's the... Uh, the lineup for your Rowlett Eagles, where they are. You looked at the stats and everything else. So what do we need to do? We need to bring in the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna. So we will do that. We'll take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Hear from our main sponsor of the pregame show. Of course, that's the Bullet Experience. Make sure you get on over there and check out the Bullet Experience just outside of Waterview, 8900 Princeton Road. Or give Melvin Bullet, the man that can stop Tom Brady and has done it. Give him a call at 214-326-7853. We'll do that. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's the pregame show of your Rowland Eagles taking on the name and Forest Rangers here tonight at 7 p.m. Here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We'll be right back. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. 
with over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Do you need a website but not sure where to start? Baggies will listen to your needs, find out what's important to you, and provide a game plan to help you and your business succeed. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Raleigh Eagles letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Why should you choose Baggies Web Solution? We believe in giving our client the ultimate in flexibility. We only use the industry standard software, providing you with almost limitless options when configuring your website and email. Want to use WordPress? No problem. Want to use Google Apps for email? No problem. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre-furnished with one full cat and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. Built in 2004, this Midwestern family boasts strong foundations with sunny interiors. Plus two twin-sized girls, one fixer-upper son, and one built-in bloodhound. Also comes attached with walk-in in-laws, located just around the corner. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs for homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowlett. Give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend Michael Smith of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation. Restoring the calm after the storm. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice and your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 initial consolation fee includes a 30-minute session of laser lipo. 
So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact Tammy at 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show, my favorite part of the show here for the pregame show is bringing on the guy that sits to my left... The eagle-eyed Bill Serna. How you doing, Bill? The favorite part? I'm the favorite part? Absolutely. You make, you, make the, you make the game so much better, and, and uh, even when we're on downtime, it's, 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 better than, <laughs> it's better than the game. So there you go. Well, geez, thanks. Uh, I like to hear that. It is fun, that's for sure. <laughs> Yes, and it is. And we almost didn't get a game as last Friday as we were sitting at HBJ Stadium, just like we were doing over at Rockwall, over at uh, well, uh, over at the Wilt. Um, you almost didn't get this game in. Late kickoff for us there, but uh, you know, a big time. You know, end of this game that happened. Um, it, but it's good. That, but we're getting a lot of weather. It's tomorrow's going to be a weather. I mean. So I guess for the next couple of weeks, we're going to have to deal with weather situations going on as we have to worry about it when we take on North Garland when we're at uh, Williams Stadium. Yeah, well, you know, it's obviously it's still a little bit ways out, but, you know, that's not until nine days. But they're looking at having another system come through. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's always on Fridays. It's Keeps keeps hitting. So yeah. um, uh, somebody somebody doesn't like uh, uh, Texas football. That's for sure. Evidently, they need to they need to have these weather systems roll through on Monday and Tuesday. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah. No, you can't mess up on you can't mess up on football days. Yeah, messes up my weekend, messes up my Friday off or Thursday off, whatever the case may be, whichever the day games are. But. That being said, we open up district as we have the Garland Name and Forest Rangers coming in over at HBJ Thursday, of course, 7 p.m. Everybody needs to be there. And this is a situation when you take a look at a football team that we see once a year, every year, um, and we're seeing this team getting better and better, and it did start from last season. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and uh, you know, it, uh, uh, we've only had two games. We've missed a, you know, a game in between. Uh, it just seems like we're coming out of districts so quick compared to the seasons before. But with that being said, that also included uh, that we have an extra game in district now with the addition of Wiley, uh, where before we only had six uh, district games. So that gave us, that gave us four non-district games. But now that we added that extra team, now we got seven district games. So there's only three non-district games and one of them was uh, canceled so you know we're jumping into into district play real quick and those that don't know we're in 6a region 2 district 10 for your rally at eagles and the uh the 
standing, stand like this, like the Centennial and the Rowland Eagles, both at 2-0. and But it's the North Garland Raiders that are surprising and shocking everybody at 3-0. and And it is a shock. You can say whatever you want about the North Garland, whether it's outside district or not. Uh, we're seeing a different kind of North Garland football team roll through here. And going into district, even though we don't get North Garland this week, it, it changes the scope on what the uh, – the actual district uh, looks like right now. Now, granted, starting this week, all that really kind of gets washed away, but great way to start off for North Garland and the Raiders at 3-0. and Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then, uh, you know, we're going to see what ball club they really are now that we're going to get in the district and see where they can go. But I tell you what, going into the uh, season, we didn't expect to talk about them being one of the top four teams. And now all of a sudden they're making a little bit of noise. Definitely. Now, you take a look at the team we're taking a look at, Name and Force. They were a good football team last year. A really rough out of district uh, schedule for them as they are 0-3 going into this game uh, against the Rowlett Eagles. And they have to get up on the winning side as well as so they can remember where they were last year to move up on the momentum of good district play games last year that put them into the playoffs. Uh, so they need to have a good outing. And I say this when I talk about football on Sundays, that they, they don't have to win the game, but they have to win the game, meaning that maybe they may not come out on the winning side, but they've got to do good things out on the football field. Yeah, and it's it's kind of surprising with this name and Forest team because, you know, last year they had a great run last year, and it was all sparked by their defense. And, and coming into this season, they had eight offensive starters back and eight defensive starters back. So, you know, it, uh, we came into the season talking about them, you know, possibly being right up there in the number three or number four uh, team in the district. And for them to come out in a non-district and lose their first three, uh, is, uh, you know, it's kind of surprising. You know, last week's game, they played Northwest uh, Eaton, and they uh, called the game early in the third quarter with them down 13-6. to So, you know, at the, that game didn't finish up, but, uh, you know, you played a team that's only had its uh, varsity level for uh, in, going into their second year, and, they, and uh, the uh, Rangers really struggled against them. Yeah, and and that's a and then that's a thing where the Rowlett Eagles have got to make sure that they're on top of their game as uh, they like you said only two games up to this point, um, and but being excited about the actual district play is what has to happen here. But we saw in the game last week and we talked about it, and really the Eagles. You really kind of held on to what they were supposed to do in reality, Bill, which was not give up the big play uh, up the middle on the running game. And wouldn't you know it, uh, toward the end of the game, uh, as the Raleigh Eagles were trying to cap away the Wildcats of Plano, they go deep down the field, get the touchdown, but leave just a little bit too much time. They were able to capitalize on it and get the victory at the end with uh, a big uh, run by uh, by uh, Chauncey Amos and then capped with our quarterback, but giving up a, a big play. This one was a different play than normal than right up the middle with uh, the running game that normally came that way, and that was the one play that almost cost them this football game. Well, and we talk about the game in whole. Uh, you know, going again that late start that we had. We we talked about how is this going to change the. Um, the play calling in this game and you know Plano surprised us we had talked about a team that had hardly thrown all season and they actually threw as just just as many passes as Rowlett did in the game so uh, they, they definitely came out and did a different game plan not sure if that was a game plan before the weather issues or they had planned on doing that uh, from the very beginning and um, uh, and plan on passing the ball a lot more but you know what? Last year, running up the middle uh, was a staple of their offense against us, and uh, you know it, they really didn't focus on that. You know, Cumby didn't have a, a the game that he had the year before. Uh, That's you know, right. Rowlett really uh, bottled him up, and then you know down the stretch he was having a lot of cramping issues, and uh, which take him out of the majority of the fourth quarter. 
and that could have been the difference in the game as well. Now, granted, it's good to see the Eagles on the other side of that, but having a guy that is such a big part of the offense out for a good portion of that, as we even called it, are they going to hang out until the last drive of the game? And sure enough, that's what ended up happening, although he wasn't the one to make the big play. Since he was out on the football field, they had to bring the attention to him, which in turn left Chambers open for the big play. Well, and with Cumby, you know, a lot, a lot of focus was on him. Well, when he goes out of the ball game, now all of a sudden, who do you put your focus on? And I think that's where Plano took advantage of uh, Rowlett was, you know, at the, uh, Cumby wasn't in there. They didn't have to focus on him. They didn't have to double team him, uh, and and that made a huge difference. Uh, you know, at, with Cumby, they did everything they could to get him involved in, in the offense. You know, if it wasn't receiving, if it was rushing, if it wasn't on a special team, they were constantly trying to get the ball into his hands, and Rowlett was really doing a good job. At, you know, if, if he got the ball, they were getting him to him quickly, and if he didn't have the ball, they, they made it uh, a lot harder for uh, you know, Plano to get it to him. And you get the same thing with the name and Forest Rangers here this week. You get a running game coming your way. It's Peter Campbell. It's only 9 to 20 for 195 yards and one touchdown pass. Um, so we're getting the same thing coming at our way, but this time we got a couple of runners. You got Adam and Bose in the backfield for this football team. Now, Bose is the one that scored the touchdowns, but they're not really tearing it up out on the football field. They played three games, and Adams in those three games, 26 carries, 84 yards, and Bose 22 rushes, 79 yards. But they also got other guys that they bring into the running game as well. So it will be up to the Eagle Eye to let me know who's in the backfield because they got a, a big cast of characters rushing the football for this team. Yeah, and you know, their offense has just really been – bad so far you know at uh in yeah. three games they're really struggling they're only averaging nine points a game so uh um we uh well we can see from a name and force going in this game is that they're going to do ball control they're going to try to control the clock they're going to make it uh, uh um you know keep that clock running and keep the ball out of Rowlett's hands as much as possible they did that last year with Rowlett so i expect to see the same thing uh um this week when they come to uh, uh, Homery Johnson Stadium. Uh, if, if, if you want to see the local news, you might be, in home, you might be home in time to see it because, uh, like I said, with this clock running and, and uh, the way they have ball control, uh, this game could be cr- pretty quick. And the Eagles can even do the ball control, too, obviously, with Chauncey Amos running the football for the Rowlett Eagles. Um, they can they can take uh, time off the clock, too. And it will depend, up obviously, on what will end up happening towards the end of this this whole thing uh, as far as when, when you get to the end of the game, uh, you know, how they play the game. Will they want to be taking time off the clock, or will Damon Forrest put them in a position where they'll have to stop the clock? They can do both in reality with the ball control uh, both ways for the Rowlett Eagles, but one of the things I'm really impressed with is our quarterback play. Um, you, you go to Chase DuPaul, you got to be happy with what you see there, and the reason, and, and one of the reasons why is because of that ball control, because of what they can do, and with with what they got on the, uh, going on the, um, going on the uh, rushing game, the rushing game is definitely the big part of this football team. 218 yards for Chauncey Amos two touchdowns in two games. So he's averaging about 109 yards uh, uh, 109 yards per game and Chase DuPaul throwing about 150 yards. It is a well-balanced offense and the question will be most of it. I think we're gonna, I think we're going to see Chase DuPaul really open it up in this game in reality because the teams that the Neiman Forest the Rangers did play, you're talking about Prosper, uh Arlington Lamar as well as North Eaton, uh Northwest Eaton. These are these are football teams that might not be necessarily in Rowlett's league, but right along them uh, you can see them maybe scoring the 48 points like Prosper did in week number one in this football game. Well, and, yeah, you know what? Rowlett's really good at, uh, you know, taking what's given to them and then adjusting their game with it. That's one thing that uh, uh, Coach Stevens has done year in, year out. Um, 
you know, I, I don't think he ever goes in the game and, and going to um, stick to one game plan. I think he takes a, the game as it goes in the control that it is. Uh, you don't, you know, there's a lot of times you'll see him and he'll focus on the run uh, during one series. And the next series he comes out and he throws the ball every every time. Uh, you know, yeah. with DePaul, um, you know, in these first two games, you're right, he hasn't opened it up. And I think uh, they've been very, um, uh, uh, very cautious with him. And, uh, you know, we're not seeing a lot of balls going far downfield. Uh, you know, it's, it's a little different than what we've seen for the last couple of quarterbacks for the last uh, few years with uh, uh, Bonner and um, uh, Weeks. Is you don't have that big arm strength like you did with the other two. Absolutely, and that that'll be interesting how they 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 work uh, to Paul into the season. And I think this is where the time where they might have to start letting them loose because of the extra district game, because and and getting ready for whoever they might end up playing in the playoffs. They might need him, so this might be the time where they can slowly ease him into the game, and and even slowly easing him to where he gets about maybe 200, 220 yards in the air. Um, that would be a big improvement as far as his activity in the passing game, and maybe not having to depend upon trusting Amos because you look at where they are as far as what they do. Um, if you wear Chauncey Amos out in two games, now granted he only ran the ball 15 times in each one of those games. That's not a big load, but depending on the situation what type of games that the Eagles will play this year, if you depend too much on the legs of Chauncey Amos, that will that could end up backfiring a little bit later on in the season. Yeah, and I don't think that's uh, too much of a worry. I really don't because you know Amos has some great uh, backup uh, uh, running backs that can uh, definitely spell him, and uh, and we've seen them be successful. You're right with the extra game, so it's just a you know, at, uh, determining, you know, how this game's going to be. If you if you look at this district right now, to you know, even though we're just coming out of uh, non-district, it's pretty much flip-flopped um, to what yeah. we expected. You know, at, uh, you know, Saxe yeah. is down at the bottom. Name uh, um, Forest is down at the bottom. Wiley's down at the bottom. Uh, you and, and and up towards the top is you know Lake uh, View Centennial and North Garland. So it's it's a kind of flip flop so far. So it's really curious of what's going to happen once we get into district. Other games that are happening as far as the uh, this weekend, there could be some changes to the games, uh, but two games on Thursday night. So there's not going to be very much change now that I think about it. South Garland takes on Garland over at Williams the same night, obviously Thursday night, as the Raleigh Eagles are playing. And then on Friday, North Garland takes on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Um, at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, and then Wiley and Saxey go at it um, on that Friday as well. So uh, we got uh, six good games. Uh, mark that. We got uh, four good games coming this weekend um, out on the football field, and Wiley is the one on the bye. They are not playing this week, and that might be a good thing for them as they started off 0-3 so far. Well, and, you know, now that we have the extra game or the extra team, uh, there's definitely a, a – um, a little bit of change on how many games we have per week. So, uh, you know, we always had that, you know, we had the odd number of teams in the district where now we have an even, even amount of teams. So, uh, you know, at, uh, Wiley definitely uh, started off really sluggish. So, you know, at, once again, let's see how they get into district. But, um, yeah. you know, at the, it's a good game to start off right off the bat. I mean, te- teams that have struggled um, that are playing each other and teams that have uh, been doing well that are playing each other. So, it's, I mean, it's going to be a good uh, first week of district games. Absolutely. And we'll be keeping track of all the district games, obviously, that will be going on here right in our own district. We'll be keeping track of some of the other districts with the potential of where the Rowlett Eagles could go. We'll watch throughout uh, the season uh, as we get closer to the playoffs and where they could end up if they are fortunate enough to end up in the playoff race. So that's going to do it tonight as we are going to be over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. It is your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Damon Forest Rangers. This is going to be a good one uh, to get started in district. Bill, anything that you want to add to what we've been talking about uh, before we're out of here? No, I'm just uh, hoping we can get a game started on time and finish on time and not have any breaks in between. So I'm uh, I'm uh, looking forward to that happening. 
Yeah, and I'll probably I'm I'm actually thinking about t- uh, checking out the Lakeview Centennial game Friday, weather permitting, as my daughter cheerleads for them. So I'll probably head on over there and catch that game on Friday night. So that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We are on the pregame show as it is the same day we wanted to get this up yesterday, just could not happen uh, as far as my schedule is concerned. But hey, two o'clock on Thursday, you only got five hours to kick off. Get ready for it. We're ready ready to go. We'll be in the booth to call this one here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowland Eagles Radio Network. Everybody have a good one. We'll see you at 7. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.